This is a HeadGum Podcast. Come. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've been out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. It started out with the kiss. How did it end up like this? It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling the cab while she's having the smoke and she's taking the, taking the drag. Now she's, now they're going to bed and my stomach is sick and it's all in my head, but she's touching his chest. Now he, he takes, takes off her dress. dress. Now let me me go and i just can't look it's killing me and, and taking control jealousy turning into lots of on your alibi but it's just the price i pay destiny is calling me open up your eager eyes because i'm mr bright side oh my god greta that song, honestly, is so good. It's so good. I'm a baritone, so that was really, you and really difficult for me to no, act okay, like it I could. Want, I want you to give hit me with your the baritone. Coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine. <laughs> it's more Josh Groban. Got to, got to be down. I'm Mr. Brightside. Haunting. I, like, was a soprano one, now I'm an alto. Yeah, that happens. You smoker. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. Vaping, All the cigarettes. Yeah. Um, I should have been like, coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine. The Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. Gotta, gotta be down. Because I want it all. <laughs> I love that person. Uh, whoever he, whoever uh, he or she yes. is. <laughs> um, the year is 2005, and I know all of my little listeners are saying, "Old, oh, yeah, old, old disgusting." Old, another old one yeah, on the pod today. I'm turning it off. They say if it's not 2012 or higher, we're done. Um. 2005. Now, you know I like to go to the most reliable sources on the internet. So today's facts are coming from HobbyLark.com. Uh-oh. The Lark of Hobby Lobby. The Hobby Lark, honey. So according to HobbyLark.com, <laughs> and they're kind of giving us... Um, an alternate history. This is this is here is a summary of the top news stories and history events of 2005. Mm. Um, okay, the biggest solar proton storm. <laughs> Remember it? Happened. Oh my god, I was in math class. <laughs> well, we did discover the dwarf planet Eris. Uh huh. I remember that. I was in English. Hurricane Katrina happened in 2005. Yeah, I was. In, we uh, do remember that. I was in home homeroom. <laughs> I I do remember that. Yeah. We got a lot of the Katrina people. We got Katrina people yeah. too. Yeah. Katrina okay. people. Katrina people. 
Wow. New York City's Transport Workers Union Local 100 went on strike, shutting down the New York City subway and bus services for three days. I was very involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) A December ice storm caused extensive damage in the southern U.S.? Um, Yes, yes, yes. There was a hailstorm. It never never snows in my hometown, ever. But there was a hailstorm, and it, like, wrecked the car dealerships. That was the big news. It was like, what are these car dealerships going to do? Whoa. Um, Chris, I can't pronounce this. Christina Aguilera. (laughs) Became the first woman to serve as White House Executive Chief. Okay. Who is that? Crustacea, I think. Mm -hmm. Comerford. Okay. Crustacea of the sea. Looks like I was too busy smoking (laughs) a ball. Sucking and fucking. Yeah. (laughs) Um... In 2005, I'm obsessed with whoever wrote this list. In 2005, the U.S. produced 10 billion pounds of apples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the one year that that's relevant. <laughs> it's like, and today, three yeah. pounds. <laughs> God, we loved apples. Do you remember how much we loved apples? <laughs> Steve Jobs and everything. Everything. Um, <laughs> Disneyland opened in Hong Kong. Okay, remember it? I was in. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to end with the three that they've highlighted. I mm. think this means that, like, maybe it's the most important to them. Um, <laughs> YouTube and Reddit were launched. Mm-hmm. Starbucks Into opened space. its 10,000th coffee house. That doesn't even sound like that many. I know. That sounds like very few. But now, like, half of the Starbucks have closed. Oh, Interesting. Because everyone's obsessed. With with... their bathrooms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Blowing them up, closing them down. The amount of Starbucks I've had violent diarrhea. (laughs) Me too, me too. Unbelievable. Fully. I once walked the Williamsburg Bridge and diarrheaed my pants. Oh, sure. Went to the Starbucks. I was really hungover. Went to the Starbucks that was in Chinatown on the other side. Waited in a line for like 45 minutes. Just threw away my underwear in the bathroom yeah. and, then, and then just like went on with my day. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're there for. They are literal. That's why they're closing down. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we can't be. <laughs> they're hazardous. America's coffee shop, honey. We're like America's <laughs> big diarrhea toilet. <laughs> We're like diarrhea bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Star poops. Star poops. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, you don't see what's happening below that mermaid. (laughs) I can't figure out that joke. That's, you only, a mer- you that's you a only mer- see the upper half of that mermaid. <laughs> that's not a mermaid's tail. That's a big poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Uh, Uh, um, The last two facts are the cardboard box was inducted into the National (sighs) Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. Who cares? (laughs) For the saddest children in the world, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a year that nothing happened. I'm literally crying. Apples in boxes. I'm crying. What the fuck is Hobby Lark? (laughs) Is this what you always look up? There's other things. You could look at Wikipedia. I look up like, You're like I literally cry. Some stupid person who just got the internet. In like the desert and you're like, turn in a hobby lock. I, I like to use like the worst websites ever. Okay, so a box like, got put in a museum. The one that we did on the episode before this. <laughs> so it's always it was a called like website. it was called like orange bottoms.com. <laughs> it was like 
insane. <laughs> okay. Well, boxes are great oh my toys. God. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to give one day when I have a child, I'll just play with my shoe boxes. <laughs> You're going to have a kid? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, like I have to. You're gonna be a great mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My kid only reads (laughs) hobbylark.com. They wake up to it. Wow, and you know the real question is, what's the last one? Well, where were we when Million Dollar Baby won the Oscar? Ooh, you know, and probably at home. (laughs) The the answer at home is Brownsville, Texas. Mm -hmm. It's 2005, and we're Charles Rogers. We are all of us. Oh my God, Charles! Thank you for having me on, Greta. I love you so much. I love you so much. You're the funnest, coolest person ever. (laughs) You are. I um, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a long time. And you finally. What took so long? It looks like the the writer's strike had to happen (laughs) to get you away from those keys. I guess so. I guess so. Away from those keys and onto my couch. I just can't quit typing. Yeah, you cannot stop. Pencils down. That's what they say. Pencils down, microphones up. Yeah, pencils (laughs) down, mics up. That really is what, and that's what the strike. They all is need all to about. be podcasting. <laughs> Every single one. I want to see those picket lines. Yeah, the picket head straight lines to head gum. line for the yeah. <laughs> they just kind of snake to the headgum studio. I actually did. I had to cross a picket line in my way in here because people were protesting you. A lot of people <laughs> outside. Yeah, it was a WGA. It was just, <laughs> just me. <laughs> victims. <laughs> um, Charles. What was going on with you in high school? Oh, man. So much uh, conscious and unconscious was going on with me at the same time. I'm obsessed because, you know, you are a brilliant. You're probably one of my most brilliant friends. Thank you. And I'm always so curious as to what my most brilliant friends were like in high school. Because high school, we like feel so we feel so like made yeah but we're so not mm-hmm. and i think it's that really interesting intersection of like feeling like an adult but being like a child or we actually concoct the most creative versions of ourselves totally yeah yeah it's like our truest self yeah. i feel like my truest self was like right before puberty yeah and, and then actually puberty, like yeah then suddenly you just like turn into the opposite of who you are hormones <laughs> yeah. hit yeah and you become possessed totally <laughs> and you yeah. hormones come and then all of a sudden your brain yeah literally gets flooded mm-hmm. and it's not drugs that are the problem honey it's, <laughs> it's hormones. hormones and we need to get kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> off hormones yeah, <laughs> but the natural kind the yeah. kind that they're making inside yeah um i was okay so brownsville texas okay so here's the here's the context of my life basically my parents were hippies um i grew up in a very hippie home my dad was a sort of mad scientist homeopathic doctor he was a genius, but he was a crazy person. <laughs> um, but also like uh, altruistic. Like that was his whole thing was like, I'm going to save people. I'm going to save the world. That was his whole vibe. Um, what an intense mm, responsibility to feel. Totally. And I mean that he was, it, it made him crazy. Yeah. Um, it made him very polar and very unknowable and complicated. Um, and so... I grew up in Mexico. I grew up in Acapulco, Mexico, um, because my dad's practice, he got his license in Mexico. My parents got married in Acapulco. It was like, they always had this like half life there. So I grew up there and then in between, so, okay, from two to four, I lived in Acapulco. From four to 
uh, eight, I lived in Brownsville, Texas, and then eight to 12, back to Acapulco, and then I came back for junior high and high school. So I went to a Catholic high school that was also a junior high in Brownsville, Texas. Got it. And I was like one of the only white kids in my world of Brown. Well, in Mexico, I was the only white kid. But in, in and I was homeschooled in right. Acapulco. Oh, really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it was not good for me. <laughs> I mean, and whenever people are like, I'm thinking about like homeschooling my kids, I'm like, I don't think you should. No, I think it made me weirder than it needed to. Also, homeschooling abroad, that's right, even because like some of the homeschooled freaks, let's be honest, yeah, that I know now, I'm home- kidding. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey's homeschooled, Jeffrey's know, self, who's I'm, on your pod, yeah. Jeffrey's story, yeah, <laughs> is so well. What I was gonna say is, what's so. The homeschooled, my homeschooled friends that I do have that grew up here in the U.S. are all dead. <laughs> all dead. Unfortunately, they didn't yeah, make it. Did not end well. But at least they had like extracurriculars that they were really involved in. Yeah. Like Jeffrey ran a theater company. Right. 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 You know, and yeah. other friends of mine were like, most of them were pursuing the arts mm-hmm. of different degrees. Yeah. But I feel like being homeschooled in Acapulco. No, I had nothing else to do. I was like at home. I had three friends and I, yeah, it was just like my mom teaching me. And then I had a guitar teacher, an art tutor Mm -hmm. and a Spanish teacher. And so like my mom would teach me every day and then like three teachers would come for like three hours into the evening. And how's the guitar going now? It was so, I am not. I could never. It was never right for my. And I had like long hair. I was like a hand. I looked like a Hanson. I looked like, yes. like people would think I was a Hanson every time we went. People would be like, "Eres un Hanson!" Like everywhere I would go up. <laughs> and like sometimes my mom you're would like be like, "He lost, is." You're like the long lost Hanson brother that got like left in Acapulco. Like the family. Like Hansen they take family trips went on like... vacation and then they just like left one. Like, and the twelve year old wants to go to Acapulco. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> And uh, and so like there, I think my dad had this like fantasy of me being like guitar hippie or something, yeah, yeah. but it just was like never art. I did totally click with, yeah. And but then like no music, I've never had a single singing Mr. Brightside with you was like it was like as far as I was it goes. dissociating, yeah. <laughs> so then you move back. Mm-hmm. So your junior high is the same school that feeds into your high school. Yeah, it's like all one. So your feeds right in. It feeds right in. <laughs> one big feed and drop. It's Conveyor like big, belt. It's like a snake eating its own tail. <laughs> it was. Um, so were these people that you had known before? Yeah, a lot of them because everyone who went to my, I went to Episcopal Day School, which was my kindergarten or grade school, and a lot of the white kids went there. Mm. Um, and then. When we all, when I came back for, like, I just came back the summer before starting junior high. And in my head, all of those kids I grew up with, I was thinking about every day of my life, like in Mexico. And I was like, and I'm coming back and we're all playing together. And then I like came back and they were all like, oh, right, you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I am integral. You're integral in my life. I'm integral in your life. I'm the cornerstone. I know. I was like, I'm, we were, we grew up together. And like, people were like. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But like all and then everyone had like been socialized and I hadn't. And I was like, honestly, it's very much like Mean Girls Um, when she comes back from Africa. I was very Katie. Yeah. Um, Everyone was like, cute vest. And here (laughs) I was like, thanks. (laughs) 
My guitar teacher made it for I'm me. I'm literally just wearing Lindsay Lohan's outfits yeah. for Mean Girls. That like tiny like. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's when she becomes mean. When she's in the Denang. Yeah, when she mean. Yeah, when she mean. Yeah, when she mean. Well, we were we were um it was Catholic Saint Joseph Academy Catholic um school, so it was like uh uniform uniforms. Yeah. Would you have for a little tie? No, it was because also Brownsville was fucking humid, so it was like oh. it was insane that we were in. It's like when you see pictures of like people on Coney Island and the beach in like 1890 and they're wearing like 20 so like, like layers. Yeah, yeah, it's like why I can't believe it. It was every day was like 105 like swamp Were you subtropical. wearing a blazer? No, it was just like khakis, a button down, but long sleeve. Um, oh. And then every Friday or almost every Friday you got to wear a red or white t-shirt. Never shorts. A red or white t-shirt? It was called like red or white day because those were our colors. So what'd you wear? Red or white. (laughs) What did you you like better? Well, there was one time that I wore a white long sleeve shirt Uh with a bright blue uh, Lacoste, short sleeve Lacoste polo over it. Sexy. And my... My history teacher, Miss Garcia, who came from Ituria Ranch Money, which was a very big deal. Ooh. She like she um, she was a cheerleader, and she never basically just never left high school. She yeah. was one of those people, and then she like stayed to be pop- the popular teacher. And she Absolutely. was actually she was a good person. I liked her, but she like we were taking a test at history class, and she walked up to me and she like whispered my ear. She was like, "I should send you to the office for what you're wearing because it's blue, but it's so chic." <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I know. And I was like, okay. You're like, stop hitting on me. <laughs> I know. Her. I feel like she was one of the few people that could tell I was gay. <laughs> Did you have a, was there ever a teacher-student scandal when you were in high school? There was not. There was a history teacher that was creepy. Mm-hmm. Like he rattled a ruler between my friend's legs um, while she was in her chair. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, there was a, there was this one, I'll say her name because I didn't like her, but Miss, um, Filisola. No, not Miss Filisola. Miss Smith. Miss Smith. Um, Miss Smith hit a kid over the head with a ruler because she was mad at them. She was like fully mentally ill, but like for some reason she was very Trump. Like we just were like, oh, "Oh, she's got the power. Like the school was like, Miss Smith's been here forever. She's very powerful. Yeah. But it was run by brothers, um, like priest brothers yeah and priest priest brothers brothers. (laughs) you know the priest the priest brothers um super priest brothers priest brothers priest Priest brothers three fully loaded (laughs) priest brothers gone in priest brothers seconds yeah Uh, (laughs) priest brothers drift (laughs) they were they were totally a franchise they all lived in like one little house together and I think they were like pretty good end of the stick as far as that kind of thing goes. Like I don't think they were ever creepy with any of the kids. Like okay. I really don't think so. I think they were all like we got a lot of people from like New York and like like Interesting. Catholic satellite places of like yeah. either they all came from Notre Dame or they came from like Syosset or whatever like we had no context for them they had no context for us and we were very like missionary like we were going to the end of the world right and like so there were just all these people from like fucking like New York that were just like where the fuck am I like now I live in hell and like the bottom of the bottom of the The country the tip of Texas tip of Texas and Brownsville is insane like it is the most it's it's the only thing that lights me up to talk about to this day what is is it like it was up until a long time, up until like a few years ago. It was I don't know if it still is, but it was the poorest economic district in the U.S. It had the highest amount of illegal immigrants, the highest amount of incest, 
the highest amount of um kid of pregnant minors um like it's really like it's very like uh immigrant like first stop like on the on the train basically and but then my school was like the socialite epicenter and it was like i was like one of the only white kids it's right. like a 97% hispanic town like 0.5 asian 0.5 black and then everyone else is just like some insane white person mm. like why are you there and so like the whole world like if basically everyone had like if you had over 400 because the cost of living is so low if you had over like four hundred thousand dollars you lived like a kardashian and yeah. so like it, it was all it was very miami waterfront property right florida vibes but texas mexico right um and like all of my fr a lot of my friends their parents were like major drug lords and it was sort of like you know what? it was the joke it was a joke it was like and cindy's dad she'd be like hi <laughs> like you, you just like joke around about everyone what being, kind like, of drug lords I, I'm guessing Coke, you know, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I never really thought about it. Whoa. And my dad was kidnapped in high school, too, when I was in high school. That is... So, there, yeah. So, it was like an insane, really insane, dark, upside down universe, basically, that I grew up in. But it was also the most fun time of my life. Like, everyone was fucking nuts yeah everyone was nuts and like thought and the egos were out of control and the teachers were crazy and everyone thought they were like fully the richest people in the world That's and like so it was the most i've ever laughed in my life was just like pranking people and being insane in this town that made no sense you know what were you like in high school were you uh, particularly uh, academic were you into sports were you into theater what I was in was a theater I was in a theater I was into making movies so like my and I was just like all I wanted to do was make people laugh that yeah. was like it so like I was constantly making movies with friends mm -hmm. and just being like ringleadery and like showing them in class and like trying to like People, I had to, basically I showed up, I had no idea what the fuck the rules were of the world, and I was some fucking soft little faggot who deserved to die because he was ugly as hell. <laughs> and then, and so I was like, how do I get, how do I get in here? Yeah. And I had like an a straight A average for two years, and then I realized I was depressed, and then my grades dropped like, you know, 15 points because I suddenly it suddenly caught up to me that I was like an unrealized person yeah <laughs> and, then and I was when that like, happens it's like <laughs> chilling yeah it was it was that like and my parents were like why are your grades bad and I was like I don't know yeah <laughs> like I truly didn't know that I was like actually experiencing like full mental yeah, like health issues yeah. yeah yeah and so then my whole thing was like just trying to m make people love me and yeah. laugh and that was it and honestly I had so much like whatever like it's so dumb to be like as a white person <laughs> but it's like when because i wasn't in my i wasn't it was my culture mm -hmm. so i had to really like double time to make people get it yeah that i was like fun and also sorry i feel like i'm talking a lot but the whole point is for you to talk a lot i know could you leave <laughs> yeah, but nothing, but all, i got it from here greta shut the fuck yeah. up so <laughs> let me fucking talk chapter 11 <laughs> But I, I mean, what was I going to say? I, um, oh, like, because I came from Mexico, like, I spoke Spanish. Like, the other white kids, most of them couldn't speak Spanish. 
the Mexican American kids, like some of them spoke Spanish, some of them didn't. And then there was the Mexican kids that lived on the Mexican side of the border. And they were like socialite, socialite, like from, they were like, we're Europe vibes. That was like right. their whole mindset. Wait, so there were kids that were living in Mexico that would come every day. Yeah. It was only like 15 minutes across the border. Is that, I mean, I guess that's like, like, could I just do, like, if I wanted to, if I lived in like um, Detroit, let's say, and I wanted to send you my kids to, go to my high to school. school. <laughs> I wanted to drive every day down to Brownsville. So that would be different. Yeah. But if I wanted to like send my kid to school in Canada, which is like right there. Right. Probably. Could I, I can just like hop. Detroit is that close to Canada? Yes. I have no concept of that. Oh okay. yeah. You see. Really? Let me pull up. Let me pull up the little map I flip a little map. I guess I just don't you. know. I don't know about that side of the world. Um, and I didn't know about that side of the world until I was in a hotel in Detroit and I saw a Canadian flag right, across. Right. So look, this. I think you just saw a Canadian flag. Windsor, that's Canada. I would have never known. Yeah. My whole day is changing. I have friends. I have that to grew go up... do something else today. <laughs> I have friends that grew up in Detroit that when they were in high school would just go over to Canada to drink. Interesting. Right. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Interesting. Wow. So yeah, I didn't really make sense in any of it because I was because I because I I understood mm, I understood. Ugh, God, the whole world has changed since I grew up. But I feel like I, like, when I grew up in nineteen oh two. Kind of. I mean, what was interesting was that like culturally, like we were all making fun of each other all the time, all the time in 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 ways with race that like. I, if I do that now, like in a different context, it's just like people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But like growing up like that, it was it felt like such even footing. And even though like whatever, not to get like too big of a convo, but like I like I, I didn't it just like white people. It was just like you're trash. Mm-hmm. You know, what? like it wasn't like white people owned that. I mean, they do, of course, because white people own everything. But it, it, it didn't feel like it just felt like we were all taking crazy shots at each other. Right. Laughing saying all the wrong things all the time, you know? Was there a, like, traditional um, social hierarchy in your school? There was, but, okay, so it was basically, like, the coolest kids were the party kids. There were two versions of the coolest kids. One was, like, the Mexican-Mexican kids that lived on the Mexico side, and they were more, like, rich, Mm. chic, Mm. posh. And then the Mexican-American kids were more, like, high school musical, like, you know, like, (laughs) like, like, you know, sports and yeah. party house parties and stuff. Like Letterman jackets. Let, and very, like yeah. Crushing Natty Light or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so my whole thing was like, I didn't feel, and I truly was, like I was a really cute kid and then I was such an ugly teenager. No, you were not. Truly was. No, truly you were was. not. I was, I was. Did you have a lover in high school? We, I had a girlfriend, Yamina, who I'm still close with, and she's like a very special person. Yeah. Did you guys make love? We made out probably three times in eight in an eight month. Um, I was a career. <laughs> three months. times in an eight month in an eight month relationship. Yeah, yeah. We That's did a lot nice. of like decorating for the pep rallies together. She was also theater, so I was like, uh, like president of the the drama club. Mm. You know. Um, yes. I did. I was an extracurriculars kid. I was like very. Go on. I'm like a. What were you in? Okay, I was in. I almost like. Okay, grab the yearbook. I actually might have to look for reference. So Charles I was in, brought his yearbook. Okay, I'm gonna actually show. Wow, it's all even, in color. Okay, first look at this. Let this me see. Yeah, well, the senior part is in color because we earned that because of the time we spent at school. Oh my god. <sighs> 
Do you see me? You are so cute. Because I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I will show you. Can people see that? It's so far away. It's there. I'm it's there. With Charles the, I'm wearing a issue. Phantom of the Opera mask. But that's sort of the crux of... It's like oh, I was always God. making fun of myself, but I was also not sure if I was the joke or I was making a joke. Um, I think... It's a little bit of both. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's your superlative page. That's my superlative page. I was most talented. Wow. I had to pick between most talented and most individual. And most individual also kind of meant like, you know, like. You're an individual. So did you. It was a little like the carry of our year was in that one. (laughs) So wait, you were. Okay. I'll I'll tell you what I was in. I was a student. I was in student council. Senior year. Drama club president, senior year, style show, which we need to talk about. Uh, we're talking about style show right when you're done with this. <laughs> KSJA, which was very fun, very formative. That was the, like, I would make, like, movies and then play them on the TV. Do you still forever. have your movies that you made? Some, but I need to, like, fully do the whole. Like, fine. Who knows what you do with, like, digit. I don't know what you do. Like, you take it a fucking Digitize? Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Newspaper, prom committee, mentoring, feast of sharing, and who's who, which was nothing. Who's who was a scam. Let me see this baby you. <laughs> so this is me. And then you had to do your baby nickname. And so I said that my baby. Bebo. It wasn't. So I said Bebo because I just Aww. wanted. I, the joke was that I was like, imagine if I had like a Hispanic baby name. <laughs> <laughs> Again, so you gave different world now. This name, <laughs> you're so cute. Oh my god, all of these little I know, babies. A lot of really cute babies. Um. Okay, let's talk about style show. Okay, so style show was. It felt like it wasn't an option. Like it was like you're not like if somebody like the, there were like three people per year that like did a do style show and was like you're not doing style show like it was truly crazy but what is style show style show was the like main event of our town annually where the seniors would put on a literal fashion show in our and it was like school mandated and the teachers choreographed full dance numbers and like full what? like like they picked the music, like Miss Garcia, who I already mentioned, yes. she and her, I think, identical twin. Um, they both choreographed. Like, I, I, so my group had J and O menswear, which was like a tuxedo-y, like you know, clubby. That's and crazy. <laughs> local, and that, so it was all like local companies, and then also like Pack Sun. So like you did too, like okay. you had formal and informal, and we did we did it to Duran Duran songs, and we had to like hit marks and like fully. <laughs> And it was just like, that's what you do. And I remember just like putting eyeliner on for the Sun, being like, I'm doing fucking emo. My, yes. Like, like I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to really do. I love it. And then it was tables were, it was like a thousand dollars per table. What? To go and watch TV? To go and watch. And it was like the mayor. Shit that you can get at the mall. Yes. But it was like, it was like all the most important people, like the drug lords, the mayor, like, you know, the city council. And then like we had two teachers, one who was Miss Rio Grande Valley like years ago and then this the, this guy that was gay he just died this year but um, this teacher that was gay who would always say I'm homosexual but it's okay because I never act on it um, oh my and- god <laughs> how like awful informative is that I know terrible and we were all like that's cool that's cool yeah like, that's right that's, <laughs> that's right really good of him yeah and so they they would host it like full Oscar style and it was like in the town's convention center and it was like 
it was just like, yeah, you do a style show. That was like every year. It was like you do, and th- but that's like Could the kind of lunacy. Only seniors do it, or yeah. And it was like, oh man, when we finally get to do a style show. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with high schools throwing fashion shows because, <laughs> like, I have had some other guests come on and talk about how that would be a thing, like, and yeah. it would be a like a gala, like to raise money, like a fundraiser. Yeah. And I think that concept is so funny to me. Yeah. Because when you see a fashion show, I don't care if you're like a very legit label, but if you're not giving like true runway fashion week, it looks yeah. like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this looked like shit. It looks like absolute shit. This looked like shit. And it was also like bridal. So it was like all these like senior girls in like full brides dresses. No. But like doing runway. Like, like and also like all the girls I grew up, like I grew up with so many like gorgeous Hispanic girls that could like n- just had the instinct of uh, how to like hit a fucking mark, right, you know, right, like right. and so like they were just like all in like bride dresses like at like seventeen, it. just yeah. fucking serving it, yeah. <laughs> and like everyone like the mayor being like, wow, yeah, being like that's what I want to see, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny, yeah. Um, did you feel that going to a Catholic high school? Did you at all believe in like? I don't want to say God because I feel like you grew it's, up. It's such a loaded word. It's such a. It is such a. He's such a loaded guy. Um, but since you grew up with, I feel like spiritual, intense, thoughtful, philosophical yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. When you got to Catholic school, was it like very religious? Did that at all bleed into how you felt about yourself? It more just like gave me anxiety about like being different Mm. like that was kind of because like i also grew up pescatarian and and like like my parents were just like that's was what i was gonna be (laughs) they just like decided it for me and so like being white being pescatarian being liberal i was just always like oh i'm different so Mm. like i've i've got to like you know i'm a guest i just always feel and i still feel that way i think that's why i like to throw parties and like be a director and stuff because i'm just like I'm like to tell people to what to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have like and guest you know, Charles trauma. Famously on set, <laughs> constantly screaming. I remember you flubbed a word. I slammed your head you did. against the you desk. Went, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh. And your word perfect from yeah. Then on. And then yeah. I and then honestly, that's changed my performance since. <laughs> yeah, because you can't breathe out of that. Yeah, because now my septum is fully collapsed. <laughs> and I wonder why it took so long to get me on the pod. <laughs> That's yeah, I always feel like friends that went to religious schools, even if they weren't religious, mm-hmm. it does sort of capitalize on your insecurities or your differences because the whole thing is about like you know, fuck up and you're yeah. gonna either you got to repent for your sins or like you're yeah. going to go to hell. Yeah. And I think that even if you don't buy into that, there is still going to school around that every day there's like an energy of it that's true i will say there was something yeah i think it definitely fucked me up i do think that white people are more evil with religion yeah like then like like it always felt a little bit more in the background in a way like culturally and it just felt like high school trauma hierarchy trauma was more prevalent yeah but also our school was crazy because like they like we would have mass once 
a week on Wednesdays, and they would also take the they would they would patrol our lockers with drug dogs while we were at mass and then oh like when God. mass was over there would basically just be like a lineup like like every week and you would because we had a disciplinarian who was like um i think an ex-cop um the disciplinarian is played by um who is what's he played? her I think face he's played in by, handmaid's um, tale dave bautista is who i would <laughs> end out yeah i wish <laughs> uh, dave bautista and down yeah kind of, kind of the same person they're, and they're and they are the brother the brother priest <laughs> the brother priest starring yeah. dave bautista yeah. and down as a professional welder shana ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I just fucking passed some billboard for The Mother starring J-Lo. Oh, have you seen it? I, you know I have it on. I have it on Netflix. What is it? It's just like her in a parka and it's just like The Mother. It's like, okay, so just like anything can be a show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's like where it's at. Yeah, if you put J-Lo in it, anything can be a show. Definitely some junior exec at Apple is like listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um... And they just did like strike th- like I'm on a Google sheet and they just and did, like, like, like highlighted my name and then they wrote like, strike done. through. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you partying in high school? I was. I was obsessed with getting high. Mm, the yeah, first time I got high, a lot of people weren't. I was. A lot of people weren't. That was like my first. You and I, I are similar in that we were like, like party head yeah. people, but. Yeah, a lot of people are fucking straight edge loser squares. And they still are, even if that yeah. like they're And they're the ones that talk about smoking weed now. Yeah, it's like, grow up. It's like, bitch, I'm retired. Honey, yeah, honey, I haven't touched <laughs> that disgusting shrub, yeah. that literal weed, <laughs> in fucking decades, babe. Honey, I'm in the ICU. They're taking my phone away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking to my friend this past weekend, and... It was my friend Kira, my friend Isaac, and Kira and I were talking about how like desperate people were to get were to be high in high school, yeah. like like being like, yeah, like I got the key from the bottom of my grinder, no, and like I the know. key actually gets you higher than the weed, and you no, do like, like seeds on your floorboard of your car, yeah. they age so well. Yeah, they're like you should actually chew on those, like <laughs> or people being like whatever, like the myriad. If of you ways. eat the tin foil, you smoke out of it. Yeah. Well, then Isaac was just like. <laughs> he was like, I knew this one kid who would be like, you know what I do? I smoke my shit. No. And he'd be like, what? what? And he'd be like, "There's your body doesn't fully process no. THCs. So there's no. still THC no. in your shit. So he knew a kid that smoked his no. own shit. This Where is like he? Tacoma, Washington. So mm. like, you know, I feel like they'd be smoking poo-poo up there. <laughs> 
<laughs> How kooky is that? That's disgusting. And that's Pika. <laughs> <laughs> he had Pika. <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, that's taking it too far. You think? Not... <laughs> I don't. I actually don't think it's taking it that far. I really don't. You know. Well, well, how much farther can it be taken? Like, if you like squirt a little, like uterine lining. Yeah, if you just kind of <laughs> wait for you to ovulate and kind of sort of when you're having your period, mm-hmm. a little drop of that. Yeah, smoke. Reroute the vast effort. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> um, well, my uncle used to crush up his. My uncle was like a crazy like genius person like mensa person and like he would take baths in his hot tub and he would um he would crush up his vitamins in his pipe and smoke them that's how he took his vitamins (laughs) i'm obsessed that's fucking insane yeah it probably didn't work (laughs) yeah it's absolutely not good for you probably not oh i bet that hits so hard (laughs) but it stinks so hard so bad But he was like, oh, the more it stings, like, the more it's The more vitamin you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Probably. But, like, your lungs, like, your smoke to your lungs. I know. But then, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know, like, the physics of that. I don't know. We should ask, you should um, tell that Tacoma Washington pooper (laughs) to try that. Um, oh my god, wait. I think we need to knock, knock, knock. Yeah. We're in the <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? I feel like I'm on crack right now. <laughs> What's a knock, knock, knock? <laughs> we're in the high school guidance counselor's office. Okay, 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 okay. Um, we're in the high school guidance counselor's office. Okay. I'm your high school guidance counselor. Aww. In this segment of the show, you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. I got one. Great. I got one. But also, our guidance counselor famously would cry... When teachers cry, I've spoken Hashtag about this. Hashtag when teachers cry. When I've spoken about this on the pod before, teacher, it should be illegal. I agree. For teachers to cry. But they're the ones fucking and crying. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're actually the crazy ones. Like when I saw my AP bio teacher hysterically cry. Okay, someone likes science. Yeah. What can I say? Someone understands anatomy. <laughs> gotta C minus, hun. <laughs> gotta, gotta two really on that, out AP that AP test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I saw her crying. What was she crying about? Uh, her, she was having a crisis. And in hindsight, I think she was like 27 years old. Right. Totally. But she was crying because obviously teenagers are fucking brutal yeah and i went to high school with some like really pretentious is not the right word but like students that were like really fucking serious yeah like you know the kind of student that's like I'm actually taking this way more seriously than you are, uh-huh. teacher. Like, I'm relying on well, you yeah, to DC get me. Well, yeah, DC probably is full of, like, Tracy Flick It's people. very, like, I'm relying on you to get me into fucking Yale. Yeah. And, like, you're actually flopping mm-hmm. how to teach this. Mm. And, like, you're actually wrong. And I remember a kid in my class correcting her on something because she was wrong. Where are those something. kids now, though? They're fucking, like... Just registrars They're for, running like, like th- admins in They're Boston. literally running, like, NGOs that are, like, are. probably... I well, don't good know. for them, I guess. Who the fuck knows what they're doing? Or they're, like, sad. Right. <laughs> they're just sad. Yeah, everyone's sad. Everyone's sad. At the end of the day. But um, she just broke down and she started hysterically crying and she was, like... I just remember her being in the corner being, like, I can't... <laughs> 
do this anymore. <laughs> and I remember like being like high in the back of class, being like, whoa, this is So she did it to so- the whole class. Yeah. Oh wow. In the whole class wow, she broke wow. down wow. in the corner and she called That's it. social suicide. And then she, it, it really was. <laughs> She's never coming back from that. And then a few weeks later, I saw her at uh, Guapo's uh-huh. ha- blackout on margaritas. Uh-huh. She's like, it's so awesome to see you outside of school. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, yeah. You need a flavor. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good character for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a teacher that's always drunk outside yeah, of school. <laughs> she's like, and here's the thing. You study hard, you go to college, your life still fucking sucks. <laughs> That was like her. Oh my god! It, do you ever Google? I know we're in the guidance counselors, but do you ever Google like your teachers and? Where I know they are where now? she is now. Where is she? She's and you at got a rival the high school. Design, She's at a rival sky high school. Rival. 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 Yeah. <laughs> She's at the high school now where uh, the president's daughters went. Oh, the Biden girls. Yeah, the Biden girls. No, they no. I oh, that's not our. But the Biden. Mits, Mitzi and. No, no, not the Biden girls. It's where the Obama girls. The went. Obama it's where girls. Chelsea Clinton went. Okay. okay. Famously, Sidwell friends. Okay. Well. Sidwell friends. Sidwell. Sidwell. Um. Now tell me. Hmm. I would tell say, me, Charles. This is like maybe not, this is like more insane. It's not so funny, but like I like that. So basically, my dad was kidnapped when I was a senior. Um, I mean, I guess I should get revenge on the kidnappers, but that's not what I'm going to do. Um, but I so it's so hard. It's such a long story. But basically, my dad was ransomed for a day and in on, in Mexico, and they like broke all his fingers. His head was covered in blood. And I did that night. I did um, this dinner. It was because I was president of the drama club. I did dinner with the arts, and I was playing a man who is fully mentally handicapped. I, my teacher gave me that. <laughs> it was like a one flew over to the cuckoo's nest, and then he has some inner monologue. It was also written for a black man, and she told me to strip all the language out that would <laughs> make that be obvious. <laughs> and it was like written in the seventies, like right. insane, just like making children do insane right. things and like no one ha- knowing better. And the, it's on the teacher to know better. Yes. Um. So anyway, like, so that's what I was doing that night. And my dad came to it because basically we were all just dissociating like crazy because of this trauma. Where did they find him again? Basically, um. My dad's nurse, because my dad's clinic was on the Mexican side of the border, my dad's nurse called my mom in the morning and said, Dr. Rogers' car is outside and all that's on the ground is his glasses, some of his hair, and a a pool of blood. And so my mom called the FBI and the FBI was at her house. And I've never really fully told the story publicly because it actually is. I still have this fear that like they're out there. Like, well, you do not have to. Totally. I, I'm going to leave out like anything. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's and then my dad, they were going to kill him. He turned it into a ransom and like kind of walked them through a ransom. And he was returned. And then his nurses drove with him. Like, it's such a long, crazy story. But basically, he made it back to our house by the end of the day. And I was taken out of um, home. And I was taken out of world religions class. And then driven home by the president of our high school and uh, FBI was at our house. And I was like, it was like this fair. I can barely remember it. But that the day ended at dinner with the arts. And my dad like was so scared to be alone. He wanted to be in public. And also my dad is just crazy. It was crazy. So like it was it was uh, yeah, like he so he shows up like to this arts night, like fully covered in blood, like so his head soaked in like literally like 
the bloodiest head ever. Like when the I bloodiest got my head I've ever seen. When, when I got my hair transplant this summer, I was dad. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> I was dad of the arts night. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and so anyway, I I did this whole thing it was so crazy i did this whole like monologue and i just remember like being this painfully disabled person like doing this monologue to the crowd and like seeing my dad covered in blood while he did it the next day he came still covered in blood yeah he came covered in blood all of his fingers were broken and like everyone the whole town knew too because like well it's like a small it happened town. fast yeah yeah and by the end yeah exactly and gossip is gossip is king <laughs> gossip is currency it's currency in brownsville and so the next day, this teacher who would always exchange books with my mom whenever they would like see each other out, like that was their thing is to be like, what are you reading? She came up to me in the middle of like stopped me on my way to like from class to class the next day at school. This is the only thing I remember from that day or even kind of that chapter. And she came up to me and she was like, I just want you to know that she was like a crazy white person. She was like, I just want you to know that. You can stay at my house whenever you want. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, because it will happen again. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. And like walked off and was always like, what the fuck? Like to this day, I'm just like. That is like the worst possible thing. I know. You can say. And it didn't happen again. <laughs> it was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So I don't know what I would do to her. I have seen her at a wedding since, but that I would say that I still have like trauma from that woman just being like, it will happen again. Like, well, the next yeah, that's day. so fucked up. It was, I don't understand what the impulse was other than that she's an alcoholic <laughs> and like she wanted to like somehow center herself like. As like a oh person God. without a fully working brain. I don't know. Fuck so anyway, her. Fuck her. So what do you do as the guidance counselor? The, I say fuck her. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I say. I say fuck you, you dumb fuck fucking you. What? She was cra- I mean, she, crazy. I mean, everyone bitch. was fucking crazy. To work, like really I do feel that to work with, it's not elementary school. It's not even middle school, but like to work with high schoolers, you need to be a very specific person. A specific wound, specific damage. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I have some friends that teach high school, but they kind of fell into it. Yeah. It was like, it was like at a school that had a middle school and then a high school and, and they were like, yeah, I was teaching eighth grade English and then like I was subs I was subbing in 10th grade and then like I ended up just sticking with 10th grade and now yeah. I'm a 10th grade English teacher yeah but to like to intentionally go into teaching being like I want to teach trigonometry in high school yeah it's like honey what's what's broken yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I know I, when I do talk to I have a few friends who are high school English teachers and it is cool when I ask, oh, of course, me. I'm like, so who's the best writer? You right. Know, yeah. I, I want to know. The drama would be fun. Yeah. And sometimes they are like this one person is like an unbelievable writer. Like mm. their writing moves me or mm-hmm. like. And then you go like, and you break their kneecaps. And then, well, the and then you take the story as your own. Right. And <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you kind of publish. I'd love to read that. Yeah. And then you kind of. <laughs> Publish your own collection of short stories, and yeah. then you sort of usurp their their own dream. You have like six books published that yeah. are just like I love the ice cream at the mall. Yeah, yeah. My friend was posting about it's prom on Monday. Will I have sex? 
Um, I Rob would never be on a Monday. I would. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you already fucking took me Sorry. out of it with that. <laughs> I um, I did once talk to a psychic who told me I would write a fantasy trilogy. <laughs> That's awesome. Like the like. I wasn't going to be known for any other work <laughs> other than, like, I shouldn't be pursuing acting. I shouldn't be pursuing. Do you like, have any feelings about what it could be? You know, I, I, like, joke all the time with my one friend, Gianna, about my unwritten fantasy trilogy. And, like, I, I don't know, but now I do feel like she has planted this seedling. it could be it could that, be like she said i'm gonna publish my first one in 2027 okay so like i have time yeah but you know oh but then she said i would be releasing them like it would be 27 28 29 i'd be releasing them like <laughs> <years>. <laughs> so like i do need to get on it's with so funny to imagine you just like Writing a fantasy trilogy. Yeah, just being like for three years. Yeah, so I like seen, publishing. I haven't seen Greta in a really long time. It's like, were you writing all three? Or like yeah. the th the first one took like five years, right? And the next yeah. one you're just like, bang, happening. Because the next one are trash. Like, the next one's <laughs> yeah, really yeah. good. And the next one was like, oh, It's like 51 shades. Yeah, like. but they like had to stick with it to just find out how the story ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, good for you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It'll be good. Let's option it. Yeah, we will. You'll write it. Okay. You'll direct it for sure. Maybe that. Maybe those talented kids will write it. Yeah, maybe, it. maybe we'll hire those high schoolers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tevi, do we have a classmates corner? We do. Today, Wade writes in, Dear Guidance Counselor Greta, please help me with an embarrassing memory. I was 16 and dating a girl a year older than me who had a completely new, to me, group of friends. Some of them didn't even go to our school. One evening, we went out to a restaurant, and as I sat there trying to be cool, the waiter came to take our drinks order. Everyone ordered Americanas, Americanos with cold milk. I had no idea what an Americano was, but I wanted to be different, so I asked for a cappuccino with cold milk. My girlfriend's head dropped, and her friends immediately corrected me with big smiles on their faces. I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> Love the pod, and Greta are your rose-tinted glasses prescription. <laughs> okay, nosy fucker. Uh, yes, we do get a lot of those questions. Yeah, everyone asks that. Yes, my rose tinted glasses are prescription. I'm not like fucking Martin Scorsese over here wearing like Coachella tinted girl. Yeah, I'm not like some dumb slut at the fucking Revolve House. Okay. Yes, my rose tinted glasses are prescription. Minus one point five and minus two. If you mm. must know the prescription. Sounds okay? fake. You're a liar. Yeah, liars. That sounds a little too specific. We didn't ask for that. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, what I want to say is, what year is this? Do we have a year? This is yeah. Well, whatever sixteen-year-olds are idiot. ordering iced americanos <laughs> are psychopaths. <laughs> so like, I know. I just learned what that is. Like, yeah, I just started drinking. I first of all, I hate americanos, and I only mm. drink them when I'm abroad yeah, because they don't have, they have drip coffee anywhere. Mm -hmm. So to your friends drinking Americanos, I would say, y'all are crazy. Yeah. Drink, you're 16. You know what you can drink when you're 16? A fucking iced white chocolate mocha <laughs> with skim. From IHOP. Yeah, from IHOP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you can have some maple syrup yeah, exactly. and heat it up in the microwave. Yeah, go and drink some like dem absolutely demonic coffee drink <laughs> yeah. that has like 1,500 calories <laughs> 
that will just jack you up. And then you guys can, like, I don't know, walk around the mall or something, even though no one goes to malls anymore. An abandoned mall. An abandoned mall. And, like, chill. Drinking Americanos when you're in high school, what are you trying to prove, babe? Yeah, it's very... I mean, it depends on where this... Wait, where did this person grow up? Did they say? They didn't say. They didn't say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they write back. too rich like, to say. They write back. They're like, yeah, I grew up in Tuscany. <laughs> I grew up yeah, in yeah. Florence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I grew up at the Ritz in Dubai. <laughs> um... You know what I've been drinking like, lately well, leaving, that's really good? Leaving the, the BP compound in Saudi Arabia <laughs> was challenging. Yeah. Um, what have you been drinking? I've been doing, uh, I'll do a white wine yeah. with a splash of almond milk. <laughs> Are you being serious? No. no, I'm trying to push the oh. idea. I'm, I'm going. I'm going around telling people that that's like a, something people are drinking, though. No, what you should say is you should phrase it <laughs> in like really dead deadpan. You need to be like, I have my summer drink <laughs> yeah, 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 and you need to be like you know everyone's like the Aperol spritz the Campari soda like whatever my thing is and you and be like and I know you're gonna think this is fucked up but like bear with so me good. I'll it's make so it to good. you at my house yeah. I'll make it to you at my house yeah. crushed ice <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The kind from like Sonic, Sonic. <laughs> white wine mm, like a Josh yeah <laughs> Josh, a yellow, perfect. a yellowtail, or a Josh. Yeah, like something like cheapo. Like you don't mind, <laughs> yeah. you know, tainting. Even just a Franzia box. Yeah, so good. And then just a splash, oh, it's like a baby, baby, baby <laughs> splash. <laughs> yeah. Of almond milk, but it has to be almond. And Califia, yeah, really Calif- good, unsweetened, good. unsweetened, of yeah. course, of course. You can almond beverage from Trader Joe's, fine. also good. Uh, diamond, what is it called? Diamond almond. Five diamond, is that yeah, what it is? Whatever Something, it is, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, good. Yeah. Do not use almond milk, M-Y-L-K, it will separate. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, no, that's yuck. for... That's for people who yeah. don't know this drink. Yeah, it's a really good drink. And then if you're feeling like you need a little bit more, a splash of soda. Yeah, mm, like a Coke. Yeah, like fizz it a out. Mr. Pib. Yeah, <laughs> something creamy. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry that you feel cappuccino and Americano This sounds shame. like the least embarrassing moment. It would be the least embarrassing moment of my life. Honey, if that's the worst moment of your life, that's consider like... yourself blessed. <laughs> You've only had one moment in life, honey. Yeah. I, uh, I, I would kill myself over any other moment in my life. Let me tell you something. When I woke up with a tampon hanging off my my dresser after getting plowed in the ass, okay? And let me tell you, when I when I woke up from plowing you in the ass yeah. and realized I couldn't find my mom's tampon anywhere. <laughs> let's just say that was one of the worst days of our lives. <laughs> uh. If you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Oh, my God. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I was meant to learn everything at the rate I, I, I learned it. I love that. I don't think. You know, I think if I went back and told myself, like, love yourself, I would be like, yeah, of course. Like, I would have, like, yeah. and I would have like no idea what that meant. You know, there's like. Your high school self would be like, yeah, I do love myself. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing this blue Lacoste shirt to school. <laughs> I love myself. That's why I punch myself. <laughs> you gotta punch what you love. <laughs> <laughs> to show to give you to make yourself feel feelings. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think like imagine if I went back and was like, you should do TM. It's like, what the fuck? Like I wouldn't have even I was, you know, I was, TM, I was like, again, high schoolers practicing TM, very sus. It's definitely the writer's friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like checking their Amex accounts and like yeah I don't I think you know it was all it all moves the way it's supposed to move you know
That has lay to be Lay in true. the river and she'll wash you down. She'll drown you. Yeah, lay in the river. She'll drown you, honey. Yeah, she won't give a fuck. <laughs> That's you life, caught bitch. on a rock. <laughs> yeah. Cuddle pound on that thing. <laughs> Those <laughs> are lessons. <laughs> Rocks are lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and that water that's drowning you, honey, that's God. Yeah, that's God, babe. <laughs> um, did you go to your senior prom? I did. I went with Yamina, uh, my girlfriend at the time. Um, what did you wear? I well, full circle. I I tried to copy the Mr. Brightside tux that he wears. Like yeah, he, the video. it was. Yeah, it's I really, think, right? Wasn't it a Philly shirt? Probably. I mean, the one that I was copying was like it was like a skinny fit, which I couldn't have yeah. access to because I was fucking at like men's <laughs> warehouse. It was yeah. just like my options were already like, well, this is wrong. Like, yeah. it's not going to look good. And then it was like a black and white polka dot tie and a gold vest. And it was like what I had access to in catalogs. Yeah. So it was just awful. And then I had like a fo- I had a faux hawk. Really? And pale as the day is long. Love cheese it. fry skin. You couldn't, you um, just know, but I feel like, I feel like you're always giving me like a scent of sun-kissed. I used to be, when I lived in this, in the world of sun, I was so pale. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I was used to be so pale. So funny. Well, I think it was from diet. I literally think the diet was just <laughs> bleaching what, what, what me. What were you eating? Oh, like, every, mo- your- every morning yeah. I'd have um, just an onion with honey. And you're lying. <laughs> what was I eating? Trash. I was eating trash. Like a pescatarian. I was one of those like vegetarian kids that eats trash. Like right, I was eating like fries and like, yeah, I was just like eating Oreos, fried fish sandwiches from Whataburger. Yeah. And just trash. Yeah. But I was also like, definitely, I just realized like this year, I was like, oh, I literally had like an eating disorder. Like I was so skinny. Like skinny yeah. boys. They're, like the conversation about skinny boys is still like years ahead of us. I think we we were just talking on the episode before about eating disorders in high school, and I commented, I was like, we forget how skinny yeah. boys were too. Totally. Like, but then, like but a Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, well, he has an eating disorder. I and I'm also on some just like, unconscious level. I also do just think it is sexist in many ways to be like totally. to be like oh well the skinny boys like they're they're skinny yeah they yeah. like my son eats like a dog like he'll fill out eventually but like yeah. skinny girls it's it's so different yeah for sure i yeah there's like a i mean you know this but like like a taking up space i'm feeling allowed to take up space yeah. thing with skinny yeah that's like even if you're not like literally like on paper anorexic it's like something unconscious in me was like you're not allowed to take up space no it's like and it's also like very you know you're not allowed to take up space like being controlled like having a semblance of control in your own life right right you know i think it's why a lot of gay boys are skinny i mean maybe it's just the physiological thing of like queerness and bodies that happens that we still haven't figured out but like i also just think that like we live in a society where (laughs) all that we do is look at each other yeah constantly yeah like now we're getting deep honey now we're getting to the meat and potatoes of what's going on (laughs) which we are not gonna eat but truly like i was like looking i was on fucking instagram the other day no can you believe (laughs) it's embarrassing at this point (laughs) and i was like 
I was like, ugh. I had this feeling of just being like, what am I even looking at? Like, completely I was like scrolling, and I was like, what am I even like? Literally, what am I looking at? I know. Like, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But I'm there, like taking it in. Yeah. And then it's making me feel bad. Mm-hmm. But like, it's no longer making me feel bad because. Oh, I'm looking at Charles doing something fun and I wish I were there. Mm-hmm. It's making me just be like, ew, like how am I spending my time? Totally, like, totally. Because it is now like the graveyard, <coughs> like it does feel like and and then I start resenting people whose I respect and admire their creativity because I've seen them do it one too many times. I'm definitely not talking about you, but like, I, but I, and it's kind of the point now where it's just like, Oh, so that's all you fucking have in life. Like you just have like, you've become overexposed to people you've been following for like eight years. Yeah. And they're and because people are doing their thing, then you're just sort of like, Oh fuck you. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. (laughs) It's not good. Like Uh, we shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah. Well, Charles, we've reached the end of our episode. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I'm really sad. I am too, but we're going to have a coffee after this. We are going to have a coffee after this. We're going to have iced Americanos. We're going to have iced Americanos, (laughs) and I'm going to order a cold milk cappuccino in your honor Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna try on your rose tinted glasses and i'll really report the truth (laughs) yeah (laughs) charles is gonna expose to the world (laughs) if these are real or fake. fake um charles you know i love that you i love that you had your senior superlative in your yearbook Mm mm-hmm it was a. It's published. Which is most? What was it most likely to be successful? Most talented. Most talented. I re- I wanted su- the successful one. But you are the most talented. I'm also the most successful. But that's. <laughs> but some might say, you could be. I actually think being the most talented, is a higher compliment than most likely to be most successful because yeah. you can be successful mm-hmm. and be a fucking dumbass. Yeah, or evil. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're successful for your talent. Thank you. Thank you. I think the same of you. Oh, thank you. Um, I am available to book uh, if anybody is. Just go to hobbylark.com. Yeah, yeah. Please go to hobbylark.com backslash Gertie Bird gets the worm. (laughs) Raises so many questions about Hobbylark. (laughs) What the fuck is this website? It's like Cameo, but also Wikipedia for years. Oh my God. What if my fantasy book is about the person that runs Hobby Life and Hobby Life <laughs> is actually like a weird portal into like other dimensions. It's okay, called Lark. getting somewhere. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Charles, where can everyone find you? You can find me at, at G Charles Rogers. Yes. Uh, on Instagram. That's kind of all I have. And you can watch all five seasons mm-hmm. of Search Party, the greatest show. Which Greta is phenomenal in. Which I am in. Deeply phenomenal. Okay. Go watch that on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. sorry, just Max? Max. I don't know. I saw I saw a bus with an ad for the Matrix, like that was like Max. And I was like, oh, it's starting. Okay, it's, it's Max happening. now. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. go watch that. Go watch Fort Tilden. It's still out there. It was on HBO Max for a second, but probably not enough people watched it, so they pulled it. I mean, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's still out there. I'm trying to make more stuff. Um but there's a strike and also... I don't think anyone's heard about the strike. 
<laughs> I, I literally was just asked so much about it. Like Ugh. somebody in, I just went to the Bahamas and this person I was talking to like was Not asking the stranger me all on these the questions. Beach. Yeah, the there was the stranger at the bar was like, like, so how does that exactly yeah, yeah. work? Are I was like, so AI is replacing writers, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so y'all at Starbucks and. <laughs> so like friends, right? Yeah. So we're, are they nice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well i've had the time of my life today i love you i love thank you thank you for having me thank you for coming on please for the love of christ email us <laughs> at senior superlatives pod at gmail.com i know you guys listen to my show i see the numbers honey i do i see it i have access to it i know where you guys fucking live basically no i don't actually but you know i got i have the idea um Please write in. Like thousands of you could be writing in, which mm. is the cool thing. So yeah. inundate us, flood us, give Tevi work to do. Okay. She is Tevi. Tevi <laughs> fell asleep five times during this recording. Tevi snoring during this recording, absolutely she bored ate, out of her she mind. She ate three acai bowls. Oh my god, Tevi, are your eyes bleeding? <laughs> She's been watching hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a lovely community we've built. Um, I love you all. Stay cool, never change. Until next time. Ciao. That was a HeadGum Podcast.